This episode is brought to you in part by it's like now. Nah, this is just another episode of Two Tones. We ain't got no sponsors. Not yet. We're definitely trying to get definitely, some. Definitely, definitely. Um, shout out to <clears throat> Angry Orchard <clears throat> Bevel. Um, we we could use those checks. Um, and we will definitely promote your brand every five minutes while we're drinking. Dot, right? Yeah, definitely. Yep, we'll drink and shave on. I air. forgot my drink in the uh, freezer. Gosh, uh, no, go ahead. You you might not want to drink and shave. Never yeah, you don't want to do that. You might cut yourself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm definitely excited about these tremors. I'm definitely about to place my pre. Yo, so. I'm definitely getting mine. So them tremors about to be fire. I can definitely trim myself. I'm gonna wait for my barber, and they're gonna be fire. I'm definitely getting those. I got the razor set too, but I'm definitely getting the tremors. Word. I, I think I'm gonna get that for somebody for uh, Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, they, they'll definitely. But yeah, yeah. Off that. This is another episode of Two already. Tones. It's me, Tony Timberlake Three. You already know what it is. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter. At two two tones, the number two T W O T O N E S, as we always say, uh, and on Instagram at two tones mm-hmm. podcast, the number two tones podcast, all one word. My co-host is here. What's happening, King? Let them know good, where they King. can find you. Find me on Twitter at Tony Lee T O N Y L W E underscore. Um, yeah, and follow the show. Uh, we love how you interact with us. Um, and follow the Instagram account. Uh, we def- definitely posted this picture up there recently. With Tony and I. Um, so if you want to see how I look and how we look Word. together, yes, we've met a couple of times. Check it out, man. You know? Um Yo, the first time I met this cat, I didn't know it was him. I thought it was this dude I went to school. Yeah, because I'm very like, like cryptic. confused. Like yeah, yeah. I was looking confused because I had never seen this dude's face. If you follow him on Twitter for any amount of time, he barely ever showed right, up. Sure ain't about me. In fact, we ain't about the, to do this. The picture that <laughs> no, this is a story about you. The picture that's up right now on this dude's uh Profile picture I took, and he was like, "Nah, hide my face, man." All right, bro, really? There was other pictures. (laughs) I was trying to sneak a Lecrae's tour bus, really. Like I was trying to really get in the tour bus. We got pictures about that too. Word, but um, yeah, yeah, man, follow me, man. Welcome to Two Tones. I'm Tony Lee. He's Tony T. It's what we do, man. Two Tones. Yeah, jokes gonna fly. Yeah, man, jokes gonna Um, fly. But yeah. Let's let's get it started. We missed last week because there was really nothing to talk about. Not at all. And then on Two Tones Thursday, when we should have been dropping. Yeah. Unfortunately, a legend dropped. Yeah. Um rest in peace to Prince. Rest in purple. All respects. All respects. Rest in purple. Um but yeah, man, just a sad a sad day. Um definitely unexpected. Yeah, man. Um did this feel like MJ or Whitney to you? No, personally for me because I wasn't that much of a uh Prince fan. I wasn't a huge fan of Prince. Um I I wasn't heavily invested into his uh discography like I was with Michael and Whitney, but it was definitely huge. Like not to that effect, but I definitely feel some type of way. I'm mm-hmm. like that. Like Prince. Like Prince is one of those people you don't think about dying. He was just so, you know. Prince had that aura. Cause he was like, because he was so mysterious. Very. Like you never see this cat, and he just pop up at the end of the Grammys and tell you that like books and albums, Black Lives Matter. It's um, so iconic. Like, he just like went, and he he floats yeah. away. He'll he'll come and float away. You'll never see him. He rarely, rarely did interviews. Yeah. Um, I was looking. I saw one interview he did with Mel B, which had to be like 97 or 98 because he was he mentioned her being in the Spice mm-hmm. Girls. He had an interview with Arsenio the last time Arsenio was uh, running was on late nights. He wasn't running late nights, but the second time yeah. around. And then I saw one interview with Larry King from like 99. Right, right. right. Before right. Y2K hit. Right. And I'm like, man, like it's it was hard to find interviews of yeah. this cat. And I respect that because I'm like uh, that myself. Like, yeah, I'm very definitely. that's why I respect it so much his mystique. But it, he's like, it yeah. definitely, and that's why we probably never thought about him in the sense of like a dying. Right, right. Not that we didn't think he would yeah, die, yeah, yeah. but it was just like it wasn't like you know a media blitz when he would drop projects. Not like Michael or you know Whitney. It wasn't like as in your face of a marketing scheme. Right. And then, you know, just his style of artistry was so mysterious. Even the way he controlled his image was mysterious. Yeah, he was... I mean, he cut out his name and he was a symbol. He was a sex symbol at yeah. one point. And the media, the artist formerly known as Prince, the media gave him that name. He's just... He was a symbol. He didn't name himself that. Like, he was just a symbol. So, yeah. he wasn't... He said he wasn't male nor female. Like, you can understand what he was. You know, mm-hmm. he wore heels. Print this thing about Prince, right? He could come in with heels... <laughs> And the crazy looking outfits, but he can still take the baddest girl in the room <laughs> and still take your girl. Yo, like, you know what's crazy? I seen this post because I don't know if we, I don't think we mentioned it on the show, 
but um, one of his former girlfriends, uh, her name was Vanity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her stage name was Vanity, but her real name was Denise Mat Denise Matthews, I believe. Um, they were together in the early '80s, and she passed away a couple of months yeah. ago. Both of them died at fifty-seven, coincidentally. Um, and there, when she died, he mentioned it at his concert, and from. I've seen a couple places where people have said he dedicated that concert to her and then opened up about her leaving him and that he really still wanted to be with her. Mm. And then you look at his track record of women after her, they all kind of look like Like her, her, but they all crazy too. Like they all bad. Like Prince, like I said, he'll dress like them, but still take them from you. Yo, like Prince is like is like Prince, Derek Jeter, and not not even in a... That sounds so misogynistic. No, but I give... <laughs> But like they're the women that they were with, yeah. it's like yeah. they were the women to be with. Yeah, you know, and they were the guy to be with. And that's the crazy thing. Like women would never call Prince gay. Like everybody else that whoever, if anybody else did what Prince does sure. and dressed like him, they'll be called you know gay, homosexual, off the rip. Women would swear by everything. Maybe not now. But not now. Maybe not now. And speaking of not now, but in the eighties. In the nineties, definitely. Yeah, but like Prince, like he can do anything, and that's the only man I know that can do that and get away with everything else that the average guy wouldn't be able to get away with. But he was Prince. He was an icon. He was a legend, you know. And he opened the door for many people, not just musically, like the Miguel's, the Weekends, the Morris Day. Not just that, but like even yeah. the dress wise, like the way he dresses. Man, the Vanity Six. Yeah, like he. Um, Vanity herself, she has some solo projects. Sheila E, Paula Abdul, like. It ain't no Young Thug or Pharrell, the way they dress without Prince. Like, he opened doors. He, I mean, it's... It, what, well, don't put that on Prince, no, fam. No, I'm saying... Young okay, Young Thug, thug took it a little... I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Young Thug took it a little but, bit too far. Nah. But, but I'm saying, like, that artistic expression through, like, your attire. Like, Prince, like, yeah. he was free. He was himself. And he was fearless. And he was also mystique. I respect that. Like, I love that. Like, and Prince was an icon, man. Like I said, it didn't hit me as much yeah. because I wasn't heavily invested into his music. But I know... Prince hits. I know what Prince does. Yeah, we know. And he records. was a true. Like it's, it would be. It's almost impossible to not right. know a Prince record, even if you didn't know it was Prince. Like you probably heard mm-hmm. it this weekend if you listen to any kind of radio or anything. You heard a record. You was like, oh wait, dad, this dude was like all over the radio. Didn't notice it. Yeah, and like, he was an artist, man. Or maybe you did. Who knows? If you're of a certain age, but I'll say for me, like Prince, I wasn't checking for Prince like that. Yeah, man, and. That's just the, the dude played over twenty some instruments. Like he wrote his songs. He yeah. died with twenty thousand something songs in his vault. Like Prince was a true artist. Like artistry. Oh, that, let's talk about his. Yeah, legacy. let's talk about it, man. The first thing that comes to me for his legacy is artistic perfection. Yeah. And work ethic. Like I've I've seen statements about him saying he will record, write, and record two songs a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I saw a crazy. Like a crazy thing. I don't know if this is true or not, but saying that his estate is planning to release an album every year because he's had an album pretty much every year yeah. since 1979. That's over 30 albums. So they're planning, yeah, they're planning to release an album every year until 2101. I heard that. At least one album. And I'm like, yo, does this dude really? And then, like, think about it. If he's doing two songs a day for a year, that's 900 songs. Mm-hmm. You can put 10 songs on a, and call it an album. Put 10 songs out as an album. That's 90 albums from one year's worth of work. Like, And this is over almost 40 years this guy has been Prince. Yeah, and he thought ahead, man. That's that's the beat of Prince. I like guess artistry was like another level. Like He was a true artist. Like He played the instruments. He wrote the songs. He sang. He... You know, he danced, you know, videos of him dancing, like, Prince is the legend, dude. So, I want to ask you, like, what are some of your favorite Prince songs? Or what comes to mind when you hear Prince? Like, you know... Alright, so, I Want to Be Your Lover. Um, Pause. Hit from his first album. Man, whatever. Let's <laughs> okay. the song. You just asked me about... I know, I know. I know. So, and pause this too then. But I'm married, so whatever. Do Ooh. Me Baby. Uh, <laughs> which... I didn't notice it at like I wasn't checking for Prince. Like yeah, that. I didn't know that was that, Prince either, bro. No, ad, admittedly, but I heard it and I was listening to it this weekend after he passed, and I was like, "Yo, wait, this is to live and die in L.A." by Tupac. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, "Yo, didn't know the influence." Didn't yeah, know Prince is. Yeah, man, influence is happening. Yeah. Um, so those two, obviously, um, 
You could do Purple Rain. I like Insatiable mm-hmm. since I heard it this weekend mm-hmm. from the Diamonds and Pearls yeah. album. It's just crazy, man. Records. Yeah. Everywhere. I love When Doves Cry. That's probably my favorite song because Prince. Yeah. I didn't want to say it because. Yo, Prince. <laughs> yeah. Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. Adore. Adore. Like, Purple Rain. Yo, Prince had one of the best pens, man. His pen game. Like, When Doves Cry, I would say adore, personally, but When Doves Cry, I love it because the songwriting is so strong. Maybe I'm just like my father, like, you know, my mother, whatever. Like, how I relate to that. That song speaks to you in so many yeah. ways. And doves are so beautiful, right? They're like a majestic creature, whatever. Like, yeah. so when they cry, it's so tragic. So whatever we're going through, it's like when doves cry, yeah. that's a tragic scene. And that's what it sounds like when doves yeah. cry. Something so beautiful. Like, everything behind that songwriting is just so amazing to me. So, I mean, that's my favorite song from Prince. I forgot a record. My bad. I Will Die For You. Yeah. It's a fire record. Yeah, and a lot of you listening, y'all know Prince, but some don't. And maybe you may you may know from Chappelle's show, which, like, revamped his legacy. <laughs> you know? Um, and he had a sense of humor because he actually used a screenshot from Chappelle dressed as Prince for a cover for a single yeah. called Breakfast Can Wait. Like, Yeah. Oh, Prince is liars. Prince shade, his shade was on another level. Like, Dude, they got a clip going around, like yo, all his shade yo. moments. <laughs> I was yo, screaming. Hilarious. I seen the one joke. He was like, nah, I sing live. It ain't no Memorex. And he like looked dead at the camera. Yeah. Like, he said, my mic is on. It ain't no, like in the last joint at the Grammys, he was he was really sucking this lollipop where everybody was singing. Like, that's Prince. Only Prince can do that. And Quincy Jones gave him the mic. He moved it away. He gave his lollipop and took it. I was crying. Like, people don't get it. This yeah. is the level. There's the Beatles, Elvis, Michael. Whitney, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, and there's Prince also. Like, Prince sits on that tier with them. And he's one of the last yeah, great black musicians we got left. He was one of the last, should I say. Uh, Stevie. Yeah. So let's, Stevie and Patty, like, the so only ones that, we got to hold on to. You know, out of that generation. And Aretha. Aretha. Well, yeah, yeah. And Aretha. And Gladys Knight, of course. But, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, Shaka Khan, Diana Ross, they still Yeah, they still around. They ain't making no music, but. Yeah, just Prince. Prince was um, great, man. Rest in peace, man. But yo, I for, I forgot. Oh. What happened? Oh man, I just had something on my mind. I forgot. Maybe it'll come back. I don't remember. Um, but of course, the biggest conversation surrounding Prince for much of his career because he was a pop star in yeah, the eighties, yeah. a male black pop star. Of course, MJ versus Prince. Always. Now, both of them great. Let's just they're both great. Both, both dynamic. Great. Both. both of them, you know, deserving of every accolade they got musically, mm-hmm. every award they ever got, every sale they ever made. And I think Prince sold like five, almost six hundred thousand copies of albums this weekend. Yeah, um, killer. Interesting how that happens. Interesting how that happens after. Yeah, that. yeah. Like it happened with Whitney. It People happened. Appreciate with you more. I mean, when you die, it's like, oh, let me show my love by buying your stuff and playing your stuff and. Yeah. You know, sympathy. Sympathy real quick when someone dies, which I understand. But um Well shout out to Prince for also owning all his masks. Yeah, he owned shout he got a control he got control of all that like shortly before he passed, kinda like a couple yeah. months. But that's another discussion. Um but yeah, Prince and MJ, man. Um I always said that, like they were like the yin and yang. Mar- Martin Malcolm, Batman Superman, Pop Big, Nas and Jay. Yeah, Nas and Jay. It was Prince and Michael. And now it would be like Kendrick and Drake. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they're so different. And Drake would Drake would be the mic with the hits and all that. Kendrick would be more artistic yeah. one, being Prince. And personally, I preferred Michael over Prince. Personally, for me, but because I wasn't that huge. But I mean, that's that artistic uh, expression is a lot closer than I think. Like bar for bar, Kendrick is throwing Drake under the bus. Yeah, that's really not but, really you know, but. Yeah, but Michael and Prince is a lot closer yeah. in terms of artistic That's a lot like songwriting, um, song structure, great songs, like hits. Yeah, Prince is right there. Albums, like, bodies of work. Like, Michael has freaking four classics. Yeah. Like, Say what you and want. And Prince got four classics. out of out his 100s, 30s, 40 albums, he got at least four classics. <laughs> so so that's not a debate either. But the crazy thing is a lot of people yeah. prefer Prince that I talk to. A lot of old generation. Let's say I prefer Prince. He was like... And and I, and I respect that. I can't knock that. They prefer principal Michael. Yeah. Because, and I can't knock that. So I'm not mad at either one. You know. So Prince and Mike was always a thing, man. And it was it's like the Yin and Yang. You need it. It was like dark and light. You know, and not in like in a sense like spiritual whatever. But yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> for the for our but, deep listeners, like, um, <laughs> what you oh, mean it's dark? 
but um, yeah, man. Shout out to Prince, man. Rest in peace. Um, and it's just interesting to see two unique talents. Um, you know, both musically inclined, but different different skills. So different. But they both made timeless music. Like Mike used his body as an instrument. Mm-hmm. Mike could tell you what sounded good and what sounded right, right. bad. Prince could arrange a freaking orchestra yeah. and play it by itself. Like that's just crazy. Both so necessary. And, like I remember. Both so necessary. I was listening. I think it was the Arsenio interview from like 2013 or 14, um, when he showed up on there, and he was talking about he was watching. Um, well, Arsenio asked him, "Do you watch like these talent shows for new artists?" And he said, "I I really can't." He said, "One time I was watching with Esmeralda Spalding, and." I, I said her name. I just jacked her name up. Yeah. Whatever. Give me, give me the real spelling. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but he was watching with her. Whatever. And um, he said he looked over at her. She looked over at him. They looked back at the TV and looked back at each other and was like, did you just rearrange the music in your head? And they were both like, yeah. Just they hear music different. That's crazy. Like, Prince is that great, man. For those, like I said, I would be hard to kind of get his catalog. There's a lot of music in out there. We got titles up there. But for those of you who are not familiar with this catalog, go to the songs we talked yeah, about. This, and this actually makes me want to get titled for the free trial. Yeah, I'm going to get it for the free trial because of that. And because another album we're going to talk about later on. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, but that's out. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right. It's on Apple. But I'm definitely... I don't know if you need... Yeah, I got to revisit Prince's yeah. up. That's Prince's. Prince's. I'm just going to use it so I can scout, so I can figure out what songs I'm going to go buy from iTunes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So... Other than, you know, the ones that I know that I want to buy, but, you know, the, the gems. Yeah, man. Um, legendary icon, you know, left us. So, shout out to Prince. Like I said, revisit his catalog. It'll be hard to find it outside of title. A lot of his music wasn't out there for free, yeah. but um, and that's Prince for you, you know. Um, Yo, and I'll say this. It's going to be hard to do a biopic on him if someone yeah. decides to. You, like, first off. Yeah. Yeah, you got to clear the music, and it, that script will have to be extra right to get the clearance for that music. No and you doubt. have to really sit with his family to know more about him, because we have, it's very vague. We have no clue. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you know about no him? Clue. Like, you got to sit with Dave Chappelle, at least. He know a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Something. <laughs> no, you got to talk to Charlie Murphy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Charlie Murphy, the best storyteller probably of all time, like, classic. Yo, he needs a... They do need to do give him his own show for see true Hollywood stories. Bro, I was crying his voice. How he used to explain them stories. I used to literally sit there in tears, like. But um, dog, he's like he was a habitual line stepper, like. Bro, <laughs> classic show, Dave Chappelle, man. But um, shout out to Prince again. Um, we love Prince on the show. Yeah, shout out to all Prince. love, man. Rest in peace, and yeah, man. Praise out to the family. So, Definitely. let's move on. Next topic. Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about. The NBA playoffs. This week, yeah. So this is, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk like 10 minutes. I don't know. If you don't want to hear basketball, whatever. Um, <laughs> but we're really only talking about one yeah. player, one team anyway. I mean, the Spurs got the Grizzlies up out of here. That's done. Good. Oklahoma City looks like they about to get That's Dallas done. out of here. Good. Cleveland got uh, whoever they Pistons. just played out of That's here. Done. Oh, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. They got Detroit out of here. Kyrie had a clutch three. Yeah, Kyrie did That was crazy. Man. Come on. Yeah, um, so they got them out of here. Toronto about to be out of here. They probably Hopefully. get out of here at the same time. Views from the six drops. We'll talk about that in a few. Um, who else is in there? Miami should get Charlotte out of here, but it looks like it's going to be a lot tougher because Charlotte just blew them out the water in Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte ain't playing around. They play again tonight, which means when you guys hear this, uh, they play already. We don't know the outcome, right. though. We don't know. Um, and who else is it? Boston and Atlanta, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Whoever wins is getting put out next round by Cleveland anyway. Yeah. So let's get to the main topic. That's that. But <laughs> yeah, let's get to Steph Curry. Let's get to the Warriors injury. Yo, the Warriors need to sue whoever was supposed to be wiping up the Rockets floor. Yeah, that's the because Steph Curry slipped on a wet spot and freaking strained his MCL. Yeah, and. It's expected for him to be out for two weeks, but y'all know somebody finna lay hands and pray and get this brother walking within a week and a half. Or you gotta call Benny Hatton um, if his prayers work. Y'all know about him, but somebody else. Like, yo, call Kirk. Sam, call, I'm, I'm nah, done. you gotta. Kirk's ultra light beam. Yeah, player. you gotta. <laughs> you gotta play the ultra. You gotta play Kanye first record of Life yo, of Pablo. Nah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like hilariously 
like laughing if they freaking play ultra light beam at the Warriors game at like the end of the third quarter and Steph runs out with his jersey. I'm done. They got a better chance running out the panda. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He says this. And yo, I saw this too. Shout out to Panda being the first number one from a New York artist yeah. this decade. Panda hit number one on the billboards, bro. Dog, That's, Future don't even got a number one. He definitely ripped Future style, but he listen. March Madness is not. But March Madness one. is better. Let's not let's not act like it's not better. I ain't saying it's let's not. Let's not let's not do that. It's not a number one. But it's not number one. Granted, right. but March Madness, come on. Where you at? Nothing from the Drake and Future tape. Listen, Panda is a Panda is far. I'm still not tired of Panda yet. I, I'm not tired of it. Yeah, I'd be nah, wild. Shaq ran out to Panda like Panda's official. Shout out to Designer, <laughs> man. Even though he, him on stage is hilarious. I will say though, I do. I will say this. I do prefer hearing it on Father Stretch My Hands. Me part too. Two Me too. Than hearing it. I like Kanye's version like, better. It's I, short. Like Kanye just introed it. Perfectly. That let let go. I love that. Like I'd be wild, bro. I need like a video on Instagram. I have an Instagram account. To me, like wild in the panda. Maybe I get one of our followers to uh, record it. They know I'd be wild in the street. But yeah, stir, stir. Steph has two weeks, quote unquote, to recover. Um, if he doesn't come back, let's hypothetically, let's hope we do. We hope he comes back. You know, we want the excitement for the playoffs. Okay. But if he doesn't, so let's look at yeah. let's look at the rest of this series. The Warriors are getting the Rockets yeah, out of here in their next game. So the Rockets are done. Um, I'm not expecting them to win another game. They probably won't even win another quarter because they got blown out by 31 in the second half when Steph didn't play at all. Yeah. So I don't expect them to outscore the Warriors in any quarter this next yeah. game. So, yeah, that's a wrap. After that, they're going to face the winner of the Clippers and Trailblazers series. If it's the Trailblazers, I'm not worried for the Warriors. If it's the Clippers, I'm a little bit more worried, but not super. Like, I'll say I'll give it a 50-50 shot. If Steph misses a significant portion of that series, it's a 50-50 mm-hmm. shot the Clippers win. But they are the Clippers. Yeah, um, so it's 50-50 so with that series. If he doesn't make it, that's 50-50. Yeah, but this could be Chris Paul's opportunity, and I'm not I'm not going to put it past him to put the team on his yeah, Paul ain't playing, man. He done fell too many times. He never got past the second round, Bro, right? Chris Paul, Chris, yeah, he's never been past the second round, and they freaking collapsed last year against the Rockets. They were up 3-1 and choked Please, it away in the second round. Um, so if he can get a shot at the Warriors without Steph, like, you know, he's going to attack Sean Livingston or whoever is playing point guard. Um, and you know, they're bigger than the Warriors. The Warriors thrive on small ball because of Steph commanded so much attention. But if Steph's not there, does the small ball team work against the Clippers? I don't know. Um, so I would be more worried about that. If they get past the Clippers, Steph should be back. That should cover two weeks. So right. If they were to get to the conference finals and play the Spurs or OKC, they he should be back and they should be fine. Um, but I will be I'd be more worried about the Spurs than OKC in that scenario. So basically, they'll be all right. They'll get to the second round at least. But this is the perfect storm for them being seventy three and nine. And you already know how I feel. If they don't win the ring, it don't really matter. Yeah. But this is the perfect scapegoat. If they get put out because Steph ain't there. Yep. You can say, yo, the MVP was gone, the catalyst for our team is gone, the heart and soul of our team is gone, not the same team, which is not. It's not the same team without Steph. It's not. It's not a 73-9 and nine nah, team. That, That's a 50-win team, but it's not a 73-9 and nine win team. Yeah, man. Um, we just hope Steph get back. Without Steph. I'm hoping Steph. he gets back. Yeah, definitely hope Steph get back. Excitement. I, need him to hit a th- I need him to hit a three in somebody's face and dance. And nobody do nothing about it. If he doesn't come back, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's over. Like, Spurs going to get him out of here. And Cleveland got to... Oh, yeah. yeah. So, if he doesn't come back, it's over. Because you telling me Kawhi gets to just focus on Clay Thompson? No Steph yeah. Curry? Oh, yeah, nah. So, yeah, it's definitely looking like that. But we hope we get back, man. So, that's that. Yeah. That's why it's the killer. So, speaking of, uh, about <laughs> praying and respect... Y'all going to get Toronto out of here, so y'all get to the second round. At least. Yeah, I, I want us to, man. I ain't know we was going to get this far, honestly. But, you know, we were looking type decent. Paul, PG-13, he's shown out up there. So, I mean, I'm just... Word, I still like him. Yeah, I'm sitting back just letting him you play. need some help, though. Yeah, I ain't. Y'all got some, y'all got some good young boys. Yeah, man. we got Turner. Yeah, I sent it. That we, we, we all right, man. I'm yeah. just sitting back. I ain't really saying much. I'm not seeing what we're doing. I don't want to talk, you know, wave my banner yet. If we play Miami, that'd be a good you know. series to revisit. But you know, we'll see. Um, that's perfect, man. Perfect that you would mention Miami because Birdman wants some yeah, respect. But- <laughs> you mention his name, put some respect on it. Yo, um, 
so Birdman shows up uh-huh. to the Breakfast Club to do an interview. Um, to all accounts, he's excited to do the interview. He wants to talk about some yep. issues that have been raised on the Breakfast Club and other interviews. Trick Daddy and Rick Ross's interviews earlier this year. And he comes in, and before the interview starts, before I say anything, I just want to say this. Yo, why? Man. Maybe I shouldn't say this. But why Why cats be sounding like they crying when they be No, he sound like he was crying, though. Like, respect on my name. Like, yeah, like, when y'all mention my name. First off, name. he walked in with, like, five dudes. I don't know if they supposed to be threatening or not. Whatever. I don't get it. But walked in with five niggas, right? You were OG. You were gangster. <laughs> he said, before the interview starts... Before I start, y'all gonna put some respect yo. on my name. All three of y'all. All three of y'all. I'm like, all right, cool. Angelique look, looking around like, okay. Charlamagne, I'm like, all right. So they start the interview. Charlamagne said, get off your chest. Like, what's going on? Like, you know what's going on. I already said it. I already it. said it. Already he said was like, yo, what's the issue? Like, all right, but like, come on. like, Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you'll feel it. And that's the crazy thing. <laughs> if it wasn't an issue, why are you so agitated? Like, talk. Like, yeah. You know, the situation could have been escalated and made better if he really came in and talked and expressed his issues and concerns. They could have got over it. And I get why he's mad, because they do say some junk. Well, but most of the time... I mean, shoot. Yeah. Did they say anything that was false? But yeah. If if every time you got an artist, if you had one of the greatest rap collectives ever in the Hot Boys, and three-fourths of them left, and the one that was the superstar of the group, Lil Wayne, well, Juvie was the superstar yeah, at yeah, first, yeah. and Wayne became the superstar. But the superstar eventually of the group decides that he's going to put in a suit because he won out because he's not getting his money. None of them got their money. The greatest producer you had at the label and your group mate, uh, Manny Fresh, bounced because you didn't pay him. Right. Y'all sign everybody that's over the hill, and they leave because you don't pay them, and they don't drop albums. You got Drake talking about, I don't know if the check's coming at, like... All your superstars have had a complaint about money. So isn't it would be fair to assume that you don't pay artists when you're supposed to or they're not getting their royalties the way they're supposed to. Yeah. It's too many lawsuits. I mean the paperwork is out there. So it would be wise. Like it would be if Diddy came in there mad about people saying don't sign a Diddy, like we would look at Diddy like, Are you serious? Like every artist you sign has left. There is no Bad Boy artist that has stayed on Bad Boy longer than like three albums. Yeah, and um, except for except for Diddy. <laughs> I mean, they're basically reiterating what everybody else is saying. So that's what Charlamagne's like. Well, I'm the radio guy. Like I'm reiter. Yeah. But they do say things like you know he gay, he kissing Wayne. They they throw shots in there. They, that's what they do. Well, like you know the kissing Wayne, all that. They they throw shots in there. But however, the clip said it too. That, that's what I'm it. saying. That's what I'm getting to. Like he said, you you pull up on trick. <laughs> You you, you pull up, up that in Ross. I'm pull up on you, nigga. I'm like, oh, 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 I'm the guy just saying what everybody else is saying. Let's get to the root of it. And he ain't talk about that. Then he left. You know. Then he was mean to death. Yeah. Or should I say he was Mimi? How people say the, the older people. I seen Mimi's. I'm like, you mean memes? Um, but yeah, he was mean to Listen, death. Yo, I don't see so many people flipping the joint. Be like when uh. Having God say when you see when my name come up, put respect on it. I was crying with what you said. You got scriptures. To when you get ordained it. as Which bishop, oh, and your yeah. family don't respect your title. <laughs> you sit back, respect my name. <laughs> a lot of niggas don't respect people in their family titles when they become bishop. My nigga, you the same old Mike. Yo, but um, yo, the burger joint was hilarious when they had like the little McDonald's double cheeseburger. It wasn't. Even, it was the McDouble. It was two pieces of meat with one piece yeah, of cheese. Yeah. And there was like no respect, and then they had the burger with like everything on it. it was like respect. Yeah, they shout out to Bird's Burgers for being so quick on the drive. They made them to death, man. <laughs> Birdman got it. It was a funny. I cry like when he first came in. All three y'all like all tough. I'm a he a gangster. My thing is, if you gangster, I would have pulled up where you was at. Why you ain't pull up? I wouldn't talk to you like a man. No, <laughs> if you that gangster, you should have pulled up where I was at and settled it. Like missing me with all that. Like stop, like, like stop it. Yeah. And you too old for that, my nigga. Like what are you? Like you fifty something, yeah. you got like you got mid, you got like twenty something year old goons with your quote unquote goons. I, I don't know, but yeah. like what? Like come on, it was hilarious. That was like that took over the hemisphere of Twitter for a while, you know, for a good day. Yo, I, um, I forgot about this one. My boy sent me this joint with a dude talking about put some respect on it, and it's a Chipotle lady be like, respect is extra. Is that okay? Respect is extra. But- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they came up, bird man. Shout out to the Breakfast Club, man. Charlemagne, them, they ran that. They still ran it to the ground, like. And shout out to Charlemagne for throwing that jab right back. Yeah, 
gave him grown man bar or something. You got yo. I heard I heard Ross sent bottles to Charlemagne. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yo, everybody send bottles to Charlemagne. I guess that's just the thing. Yeah, sending bottles to Charlemagne, man. Um, but yeah, that that was hilarious. That that was funny for a while in the Twitter hemisphere, you know. Um, so. Shout out to Birdman too, man. Yeah. He ain't coming back up there. I don't know why he can't. He, with the, he had Edgy Martinez though. He was on her show, but I, he's not coming back at the Breakfast Club. That's what that's what Charlamagne was like. Why you come up here then? Like why come up here? Yeah. Like if you're not really if you're not really trying to talk and have an interview and a discourse over your issues, then why? Come you had up? a hidden agenda. You came mad already. Like all right, I get that, but let's talk as men and what's going on. Make- but it's funny because had they had it, I think had that whole because that wasn't supposed to be. A part of the interview or on yeah, camera. the beginning. But Envy said, Envy said he was like, "Nah, get the cameras on, turn the cameras he on." He said, "Let's look. go, let's like, go." Normally they wait for normally they wait for people to sit down, then turn on the yeah. cameras. And he's like, "Nah, get them joints on right now. We're not letting him come in here." Yo, and talk did you? He want to talk and get away. Did with you it. catch like, the end? Got, when Envy's like, "Ah, right, see you later, nigga." If you if you hear that video, yo, Envy's like, right. he said like he was scared. Hilarious. See you later, nigga. I was yo, it's funny though because Envy. Envy talked about later on the show, he said that uh, Birdman tried to sign him for a deal. I'm like, ain't you glad you ain't signed to that deal? You'll be working at uh, uh, Power 105 trying to get some Word. from cash money. Yeah, it's that was a hilarious time, I though. I mean, you know, Dame would just be like, how you let another man call you? Oh, man. <laughs> how you call another man? Bro? Yo, Dame, that's, the, that's still the greatest interview to me. Dame, that's the best interview they ever had to me. Hilarious. That interview is hilarious. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. Cause Kanye, if Kanye would have did what he did on Sway or on the Breakfast that, Club, that's that different. But that's way. Oh my gosh, that Kanye Sway. That's oh. Oh no 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 no. Dick Gregory, fam. Dick Gregory's interview was hilarious. That was good. Too. That was good. But it wasn't better than Daniel. But it was good. He was with Charlamagne in his place. I was crying. But um. But yeah, it was good, man. Shout out to Birdman and Cash Money. Whether he got signed, Rich Gang. I don't know what he's doing now. He. Yeah, who knows? But let's talk about the dude that's trying to get off of Cash Yeah, Drake. And maybe this is his way out. Drake, Views from the Six should be out, I guess, sometime this week. Maybe Thursday. They say night. Friday. Knowing Drake, know. I don't know. Maybe today. It'll be out Thursday at like 8. Definitely. Watch. Well, I've got a leak version. Send it to us. Uh, or it'll leak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you got a link, uh, yeah, holla at Two Tones is DM. D- DM us. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, but the cover came out and it's the needle, the Toronto needle. I don't know. Even know I think it's the CN needle. Tower. I, know, I believe it's the needle. It's the CN yeah, Tower. Yeah, CN Tower. Okay. Yeah, Drake's. So it's you know it's like a mid level shot of the CN Tower with Drake Photoshop. Is it Photoshop? How <laughs> you know that's not really him he sitting is, down? Dog. Nah, he's too big in proportion to that thing. No way. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's speculation going around if that's really him or not. I don't care. I think it's a cool shot. Some people say it's boring. Some people say it's white. Yeah, I love it. It's it's dope. I love it. But I think the, the interesting thing is, like, one side is sunlight. The other side is dark and cloudy. Did you get that? Like, and not only that, right? But he's sitting on that big, huge tower in Toronto, and it's basically saying it's lonely at the top. You know what I mean? Like, he's what? on top of the rap game. Yeah. He's lonely. Is no one up there with him. So views from the six is like, it's like all types of entendres, right? Different meanings. So I get one side is sunlight, yeah. one side is dark. That gets, that's a double disc reference, I guess. I and he's on the, and he's on the darker side of the spectrum. He's in the shadows more than he is in the light. Right. You know, and without trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, I'm going to end that there. But, <laughs> no, but seriously, it's, it's really like interesting. The album cover, it's, I mean, he's sitting on the tower, dark light, cloudy, lonely at the top. I'm up here. But I'm interested yeah. to see what this album going to sound like. I don't know if it's going to be double disc. People said it was. I'm not even sure. Um, I, I yeah. hope it's not this fake dance hall that he's been doing. Like, I hope it's not all that because... Yo, if it's double disc, one disc got to be singing, the other one's got to yeah, be Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got to break it up that way. Yeah, he's right? definitely doing that. Um, but I, I'm interested. Like, I didn't give up on Drake yet. I'm sure a lot of us haven't. Some have. I respect that. I got to... F- I had a feeling if he does do the double disc and it is split up that way, I feel like a new a new sound gotta come with this album. Well, yeah, but like, cause he's doing the dancehall thing and that's what's up. I like I like Hotline Bling. I like work. One dance is all right in comparison. Right, right, to right, those right. Two. Um, but yeah, like it's got to be a new sound. Do you think Drake has reached his peak already? Like, take care. Arguably. It's his best album. A lot of people say that. I love. I'm not take. Yeah, take care. I love nothing with the same personally, but 
take care. Like I think his best rapping is nothing was the same. Yeah, but like, do you his best? I think his best songwriting is probably on Take Care. Yeah, he was working the weekend and all that back then. But and I think his hardest beats are on. <laughs> Uh, if you're reading this, but they all sound the same. Yeah. So, like, do you think there's even more room? Like, we see. Do you think we we seen all of what Drake can give us basically at this point? Like, like it's just the same old thing. You think the same old? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's kind of been. I think he's been proficient. I think he's at least sustained a certain level of quality. So yes. Take care. And I I think um, because so many people have his sound. That's become, you know, it's like, yeah. yo, I'm tired I of this think, sound. I think it's crowded with his sound now. So he's going, that's why I'm thinking a new sound. Yeah, he has to make something new. Album. And it has to be a quote-unquote classic. Because. Classic. Classic, some people say. Um, and and I'll say this, especially with him having lines about him being the new Jay. Yeah, you better show me. definitely got to evolve his sound. Jay switched up sounds. Yeah, and it always worked for the good, but he switched up sounds. And Jay managed to stay relevant, yeah. relevant um, at certain, you know stages in his career, but yeah. Jay's still Jay. But Drake, uh, I'm not saying he reached his peak. Um, it sounds like he's a bit bored, like he's doing the same. I mean, there's nothing new, really. Outside of Hotline Bling, like I said, it, there's nothing really, you know, if you read this too late, it was like regurgitation of his, all of his past records. So, we'll see. I mean, but the album cover, back to that, it, it's, it's cool, you know. I feel like he was venting on if you're reading this, it's, it's too late. Yeah, I feel it was a lot more just venting. I think he was just like, yo, I got some stuff I want to say. I'm going to just get it off here. I felt like he, he had some throwaways he wanted to get off. I definitely, I hope he's got Metro on this. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, I like him with Metro booming. I, I want some, some black coffee. Like, I want that, I want black coffee in Metro. If you're going to go dance hall, even though black coffee isn't necessarily dance hall, he's more so house, South African, you know. But, yo, I need some of that. Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. with this album coming out, y'all know we're going to talk about it. It ain't coming on Spotify, but we're going to get it somehow. Um, so, so, yeah, man. Shout out to Drake, the album cover. I said this also. Like, I asked which Christian rapper is going to be the first one to sit on their church. Because, you know, Drake is sitting on the yeah, CN Tower. Man. So, I'm like, I bet I see a Christian yeah. rapper sitting on their church for their album cover. And calling it, you know, views from the pit. Yeah, pulpit. <laughs> views from the Potter's yeah. house. T.D. Jake's going to sit on nah, the Potter's house. Nah, views from the pit. But, nah. I, I uh, views from the pit? Pulpit, really? yeah. <laughs> Ramzilla gonna post it. They gonna act like, but, but yeah, man. Um, shots Drake. That's that. You know. Um, you stupid. And just move on to your boy, man. We gonna see your boy next, right? All right. So I'm gonna jump on this real quick. Not gonna be long. Music Soul Child dropped another album. Um, and just FYI, if you haven't heard um his Purple Wonder Love project, that's actually forget the name. Hold on one second. Yeah, that's There's actually good. some joints up there. Like we people clown this. It's called the Eternal Peace EP. EP. The Eternal Peace EP. It's some joints on there, and I wish some of them would have been. On yeah, this, album. this sounds like a throwaway um, of that. Not all of it, but I skimmed through some because I ain't really listened to it yet. So I'm gonna let you talk really about it. But the songs I've heard yeah. sounds like a diet version of the Purple Wonder Love stuff. Some of them, not all of it. Uh-huh. It's like old. Some of like yeah more. Like not as abstract, but I like where he went with purple. I Wonder loved Love, it. So, Yo, um, there's some joints up there. He can just put the purple Wonder Love sound under Music Soul Child. We'd be yeah, good. Yeah, like because you know, I mean, unless you know, there's unless there's a better percentage for uh purple Wonder Love, then keep doing what you're doing to get your money. Work. Do what you got to do. Um, but the records that I like off of this new album, I like Far Gone with Rhapsody. She killed her verse. Um, Rhapsody, you nope. probably if. Yeah, Rhapsody from yeah, yeah. Uh, Knife One, the Jamla Records, Jamla. Yeah, but the song she was on with Kendrick on Kendrick. Oh, song. Complexion. Okay. Yeah, on Complexion, you probably heard of her from that. Um, she's on Music's album. Change My Mind was cool. Um, it was Alive and Well was cool. It was another one, but I think I'm. Does he have any like classic music sound songs up here? Like you know, like the Loves and um, So Beautiful. Like something that falls in line with yeah. Love. Uh, I didn't hear one yet. It's relatively early. It's still early, yeah. so I mean... Yeah, I'm going to give it some time. Because, right. like, even thinking about those songs, even though, you know, they have a, a typical classic arrangement, mm-hmm. they took a while before they were, like, the songs that they are now. Like, they were on the charts for 80 weeks mm-hmm. at a time. Like, I want to say uh, Don't Change was on the charts for, like, two years. Yeah, music got some joints, man. Like... Yeah, man. 
And shout out to music. We definitely got to do a music. Yeah, that, that's coming um, sometime. But it's... We got to talk about his catalog. There's some other people too we got to talk about. But I definitely would love to do uh, a music soul child Indeed. catalog episode. Indeed. Um, that's all you got to say about so yeah. the album collectively? Give yeah. it more time, whatever. Some yeah. joints. Is... If you're a fan of music, I think you'll be you'll be satisfied um, with this. If you're not a fan of music, this probably isn't the best introduction to music soul child. Um, that would still probably be either just listen or I just want to sing. I think those are yeah, the yeah, those are somebody to music soul child. Yeah, I, I agree. Music got some joints. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I might even, you know what? I might remake this uh, music soul child playlist and tweet it out. Yeah, do that, man. Yeah, I'll definitely tweet it out too. Like I'll retweet it. See them gems up there. Definitely. Yeah. So. We'll do that. Let's move on. Um, Your girl. The biggest pop star remaining. The biggest pop star in the world. Um, She dropped a visual album again. Again. Uh, (laughs) Bay. So I guess, yeah, Beyonce. This is what we're talking about. uh, Hashtag Lemonade. Um, Yeah, man. She dropped this visual album. I watched it yesterday. When did you watch it? Sunday. Sunday morning. Yeah, yesterday. Sunday, yep, yep. Hour Sunday. long. Um, um, yes, hour long. It was an hour long special on HBO. Yeah, it's on um, title now too. If you buy it, well, uh, it's on. And it's, it's on, on iTunes now too. They dropped it on title first, but. Uh, j- and rest in peace to Rachel Roy's men. Oh man, Rachel Roy, and they went to Rachel Ray by mistake to cook. Yeah, that's messed up. And they went. I, I, She's like, what? I'll make some lemonade on my show. Whatever. Yo, (laughs) they went to Ray Romano. Everybody loves Raymond. I'm like, everybody would name Ray to get it. Ray Rice. Huh? Ray Charles. (laughs) How Ray Romano get... uh... Nah, I seen Ray Romano page with bees on. I'm like, all right, y'all. Somebody, I'm like, y'all going too far. Um, Yo, what? Yeah. How they get Ray Romano? I don't know. It's Ray. Listen, they going for everything Ray. But it's really Roy. My fans are so delusional. I hope they don't hear this. Did they get Rachel Dolezal too? (laughs) Uh, Listen, but... Hour long visuals. Um, I I liked. It. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. I I think Beyonce. A lot of people got from it. All oh, Jay's cheating. Our father's cheating. 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 Which may be underlining some of it. But I think the whole thing was like about the bucking stereotypes of the black woman. You know, there was all types of emotions and different sides to a woman or to her that she was showing. I think you know she uh, put like apathy, confusion. But not just in a negative light. There were some positive lights also. And I think it was debunking everything about your typical stereotype as a black woman. And it was empowering. Empowering. Um, it was eye-opening. And it was beautiful to me. You know, some of my favorite songs. We haven't listened to the album, album yet because it hasn't dropped on Spotify. And we, uh, it is on iTunes. But I can say right now, sorry. Um, pray, I think Pray With After, something like that. Um, that one... Uh, it's, it's a couple of joints. Freedom, Kendrick Lamar. I like that one. Um, Just Blaze produced that. That one is one I'm, li- I'm looking forward to hearing is this song. You didn't hear that? You heard, you seen the... Um, nah. I thought you seen the uh, visual. I did. I didn't hear his oh, voice. Yeah, he, they kind of... He, he had like five seconds up there. But The weekend, the joint, The weekend Six Inch, that's hard. Um, yeah, so... Okay. Like I said, I love my favorite part in the visuals was he had Serena Williams in there. She had... Um, like I said, Weekend, Kendrick, James Blake, Jack White, those people on the album... Um, my favorite part was like when they had the African tribal face painting because some Nigerian artists painted them in the Sorry record. Even though she was moving like contortion, like it was kind of creepy, but <laughs> it was dope, man. The way she was moving, like Beyonce is a, she's great at her craft. Like she's very, very good at what she does. Um, it's very relatively early to say this album is this or that, but I like what I'm hearing. Um, I really do. Like in the Beyonce albums, don't really grab me like that. Other than a recent album. And uh, four, those like the only two albums really. And a Halo joint, those only three albums that really grab me album wise. I don't really pay just to our albums, but this album as a whole, it sounds really dope to me so far. So I like the man. Um, like I said, I think it was about the bucket stereotypes. Um, people focus on the cheating and this and that, but it's definitely deeper uh, messages. And I ain't talking about the G. Craig deeper messages or Illuminati, but like it's really like <laughs> it's about empowerment. You know, showing different sides of a black woman. Being broken in the beginning, being hurt and still staying faithful, uh, forgiveness—it's all types of things. So, I respect the man. I think it was dope. Beyonce, she's the best at what she does right now, man. Um, 
and I like what I'm hearing so far. So, like I said, it's relatively early. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely in the league of her. Yeah, own. she's um, yeah, and I respect it, man. That's to, that goes without saying. So, you don't got much to say about it. Sounds like you ain't. <laughs> nah, cause I mean, I didn't feel like I heard enough of the songs to say anything about the songs. Yeah, just just my opinion. So I want to wait and hear full. What about the movie before I talk about the music? What about the um, Zuvi? Visually, <laughs> the Zuvi. Uh, visually, very, um, very well crafted. Visually, very well edited. I think there was one part I caught, and this is minor, but just like a little bit of lagging. Um, the sync was off just a little bit uh, with music and uh, and what is the word I want? Lip syncing. Yeah. Um, for the video purposes, um, which is very dark. Um, the the joint when she was in the house with all the water, that was kind of cool. Yeah, the Holy Bible. I fasted and I prayed and I searched the Holy Bible. Yeah, I fasted for 60 days. Like, uh-huh. And I'm, I ain't against fasting. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. But it just, it sounded creepy. It was, I like the fact that she had the Tamir Rice and their mothers and Trayvon Mark. I love that scene with the mothers and everything. Yeah, that was cool. At the end. Um, also, like, it just slipped my mind. Gosh, she has something in there. Of course, Piers Morgan got... Yeah, he's he going to say something. Got all Any black person. But we're not talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking about that. Dude. Nah. Um, but let's move on to another part of this that Beyonce sort of addresses by having women of color of every shade yeah. in this movie. Yeah, man. Let's talk about Lil' Kim. Um, and not this isn't just Lil' Kim. Yeah. It's just she was... The topic this morning, uh, in terms of uh, the changes that she's made to her mm-hmm. appearance, um, if you followed hip hop at any time, I, one of the first videos I remember watching was the Crush on You video. Is that the one she has the different um, colors—the green, the blue, the yellow? Yes, yeah, was the me green, too. Me yellow, too. Yeah, blue, red. Kim yeah, was that? Yo, moon was changing colors. She was changing colors. Like just the way they presented her was as a star. That was hard. And, Still um, is hard. No doubt. And. You know, she was a sex mm-hmm. symbol, of course, because her lyrics were very it's very wrong. Charged. Um, oh yeah, I used to be um, well big. Yeah, I mean, scared. <laughs> yo, yeah, so yeah, we ain't got it. We, nope, we we all right. So um, <laughs> we are all right on that. Um, but just seeing some quotes from but her, yeah. um, some of them attributed to the early two thousands, like ninety nine, two thousand, around her album, The Notorious right. KIM. Uh, where she had much larger breasts than mm-hmm. she had before, um, where she talked about, you know, she was doing a photo shoot and the photographer was like, yeah, you've been rocking this photo shoot, but you got them little titties. Like, and yeah. she was like, she, like it made her go get bigger breasts. The breasts are yeah, bigger. like, yeah. And she talked about just dealing with men and the men that she dealt with and how they preferred, yeah. And prefer and they cheated on her with European women, European looking women. So, uh, of course, this has an effect on your psyche. And I don't. This has nothing. This is not any fault to Faith Evans at all. But Biggie marrying Faith Evans totally was a blow to blow Kim's right, ego right. and her self esteem because she was messing with Big before Faith came into picture. Mm-hmm. And she's thinking, you know, this light skinned women. And she loves yo. I, this is what I'll say. I know she loved yeah. Big. Man. I don't even know her or him, but you can tell she loves that right. man. Like the way she's written for that man for twenty years. Yeah. Like she's mentioned him more than his wife has mentioned him. Yeah, man. She but And that's yeah. And and I'm not I'm not saying that Faith ain't love big because that's not my place. who am I to tell her when she should mention her ex husband or her husband, whatever, her her former husband. Yeah. But but Kim has definitely written for Big, and I think that that was a huge blow to her psyche to be, you know, made the side chick. Yeah. For the light skinned girl with the pretty hair. Yeah, man. Quote unquote. With the good hair, the good hair Becky. Yeah, the good hair Becky. <laughs> Take lyrics. The quote unquote good um, hair Becky. Um, but, you know, so the conversation has really centered on, you know, colorism and, you know, the affirmation of the black woman in her natural state. And that I'll say this: we here at Two Tones. If you've li- if you've been listening, you know we've done a show. If you haven't listened, um, it was earlier this yeah. year, probably like two. Yeah, months go check that show out. Natural show, Hair Appreciation. Um, about 
yes, Natural Hair Appreciation was the title of the show. Um, we had my wife on as a special mm-hmm. guest, and we read some letters from listeners who shared their natural hair experience with us. Um, and we've always sought here at Two Tones to be um, advocates for natural hair and natural beauty as a whole. Right. Um, it's it's more than like a hair thing. Not it's not it's more than just your hair. Embracing like, your natural features, you know, and your you know, your, <laughs> you know, and not being you know uh, conforming we, to like your eccentric. Standards. I know, and I know that I don't just I know that I don't just speak for two tones. I know there's a gang of brothers that appreciate of course, of course, yeah, black women with natural hair. Um, wearing their natural skin, being comfortable in it, and this isn't us telling y'all how to dress, when to dress. Right, wear what you want. It's not even about that. It's just we appreciate when you are when you feel um, comfortable right. to do that. With right, us. just be comfortable enough to um, do it in your own skin. Wear what you want, but be comfortable enough, you know, and have. The, and if you're not, we still support that. We, you're gonna support you no matter what. But we support, you know. No doubt. You know, natural features and want to make that comfortability, you know, um, known. Like, you know, we support that. Be comfortable. You know, take that off. Put that on. Like, you know, we support everything, even down to your bare, you know, uh, beauty. But, um, <laughs> no, not like that. I mean, facial eyes. Come on. Now you're taking that. Yo. Man. Nah. You, I, I thought you was about to go left. I was like, I was looking here like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Bare beauty, man. Oh, pull up. Pull up, fam. Chill. Nah, nigga, I'm pulling up on you. Pull up. Uh, but nah, um, Kim, the, like, the great, because Kim basically, she's borderline white, her face, right? Like, she dyed her face, yeah. surgery, and all of that, and that was the thing on the timeline. And joke's gonna fly. You know, joke's always fly. Whether it's right or wrong, it's Twitter. But it ain't even funny. That's, no and that's what I'm that. getting like, to. Like, And I think the, I think what it is, I think we grew up with the media making so much fun of Michael Jackson because yeah. of it, that it became easy to do. And we stopped looking at, you know, honestly, I think that um, this reality show era that we're in has made us view entertainers as if their whole life is for our entertainment. Right. You know, like it's not like and that, and let's even just to touch him back on Prince and even Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like for even for everything that they gave us publicly, there's so much we don't know about. A them. lot we don't know, man. There's a lot we don't know. Like. And yes, they put their lives out there. They're celebrities. But, I mean, it's not up to us to scrutinize them and, like, you know, point things out and tease them every time. They're celebrities. They have money, but they go through issues just like us. You don't know. A lot of these people and read shit. their Instagram comments and all that, and they, they're hurting at night. You know what I mean? It's You might say, oh, they got money. They don't care. They do care. Don't, don't think because they got money and they're more famous and they don't have emotions just like you or the words that we say don't hurt them. You know, like, they're just Word. magically not affected by it. No. They're affected by it like we're affected by it. But we don't see it that way because we're fans and they got money and they're rich. I mean, we talked we talked a little bit about this with Kalani. Yeah, true. True. Like Either she's nowhere yeah, that famous. No, I'm joking. Power. Go ahead. But your words have true, power. True, true. Like, there's people every day who go through depression. There's billionaires killing themselves, attempts, man. Like, based, it's, come on. Like. Based on, you know, a few hundred people. Maybe not even a few hundred. It could be like five, ten people. On your joint, just talking negative, and those words hit hard. They do, man, and it's it's crazy. Like and, and back to the colorism issue. I'm gonna read some quotes by Kim. There's two quotes I'm gonna read, right? And this one, I don't know, this is like mm-hmm. recent or long ago, but it still resonates to the what we're talking about. She says, "All my life, men have told me I wasn't pretty enough, even the men I was dating." And I'd be like, "Well, why are you with me then?" It'll always be men put me down, just like my dad. To this day, when someone says I'm cute, I can't see it. I don't see it, no matter what nobody says. You know. And the, the second quote is, I have low self-esteem, and I always have. Guys always cheated on me, women who are European-looking. You know, the long hair type. Really beautiful women that left me thinking, how can I compete with that? Being a regular black girl wasn't good enough. You know. And it's crazy how, like I said, the colorism thing. And that's sad, man. First off, I want to touch on... Before okay. you go, I want to touch on the part she said about just like my dad. Like, that's hard. Parents don't realize like, how much the words hurt their like children. Like fathers. Fathers, you got to shield your yeah. children, your daughters, your sons. You have to Parents, period, bro. Parents family. say some hard... Yes. Bro, I know we all can relate. Those who listen to parents say some stuff that make you want to run away and cry. Like, it's that serious. It's not even funny. Like, parents say some things yeah, that make you... They don't know how poisonous that is to a child growing up by telling them, this is that, this is that. I, so many people grow up with these insecurities because of what their parents said to them or their grandparents or yeah, their brothers and sisters. Like, we joke and play, but when you grow up, you start to see, like, yo, you still affected by what I told you? And you be like, they be like, yeah, you always said I was this. Yes. 
Because you told me you are the person that's supposed to support me, speak life to me. I came you're from the you. The person that nurtures yeah. me. Like, yeah, like when I look at you, I think that you and me are one in a sense. Like I came from you in some shape or form or fashion. We share DNA. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me something about myself, that's how I feel you feel about exactly. yourself and that I should feel about myself. Yeah, man, it's 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 very poisonous. And your absence speaks too. Let me just throw this out there. Your absence can speak too. Yeah. Because you know, when you're missing a parent, you there's a part of you that feels unwanted. Yeah. It, Straight yeah. up. If your parent is not there, you will feel unwanted. And that trickles down. If you are not there for your child, I guarantee your child feels unwanted. By you. Yeah, and that trickles down to all their relationships and how they view their significant others, how they view their friends. Definitely. You can be surprised the effects these things have on us. Like what Kim was talking about, her father always said, this is that. Of course you're going to think that. And that's, I want to say that to say colorism is a huge issue. You know, this dark skin, light skin thing, which I hate. When I was younger, I was an airhead as a young guy. I always went the light skin type, bad, the red bone. You know, I'm younger growing up, and I'm seeing I want that, you know, and I got less society uh, influencing me. So I grew up and matured and realized that beauty isn't like based on skin color, but basically it's something found within. And even if it is based on skin color, I was never like uh, favored to one side as I grew. You know, that was an ignorant way of thinking. And I thank God that he got me out of that mindset, you know, thinking, oh, light is better or this or that or this type of body. No, that's not that at all. You know, and as I begin to grow, I start to look at women inwardly rather than outwardly. Outwardly still matters, but it's a difference in the way I mature, especially with color. And I, and I use, you notice I never play with those light skin, dark skin jokes. And like, I just don't do that because I know the effect that has on people. People can joke and play with you on Twitter, whatever, and they may be joking with you, but that may still hit home for them. Like all oh, dark skin girls, and especially yeah. our men, like yeah. our men are accountable too, yeah. black men. Like we always put down, for the most part, dark skin women. We said dark skin girls wear roaches, dark skin girls this, or brown skin girls this. Get your white girl, get your white girl. And light skin men. Yeah, or light skin men, like oh, light skin men do this. We don't realize that stuff is really deeper than the jokes. Like, that light skin girls don't text you, but dark skin girl gonna text you right away. No, it's not based on the skin color, my nigga, or, or the male or female. It's based on that person. But a lot of people grow up, and they live within these stereotypes, and they fulfill them, and they start believing them, whether it's a dark skin girl on this side or a light skin girl on that side. So it's very important how we choose our words, and even what we joke about, what we talk about. Someone like Kim, she's very beautiful, right? Even, I'm talking before everything, right? Now she's the complete opposite. If Kim was walking down the street, I probably wouldn't know who she was, Right? And looking at the old Kim, it's yeah. very saddening, you know. And not just Kim, like you said, Michael, all types of people deal with bleach. Skin bleaching is like an epidemic now. Like, it's in Africa, everybody's bleaching their skin. Yeah. No one wants to be dark anymore. Society plays a part. Us as people play a part. It's that Jim Crow syndrome. Everybody plays a part. Dark, this, light, this, feel nigga. This is so deep embedded within us as people. And subconsciously, we even, like, support it. Like, we'll pick up... They did a... They did a uh, an experiment with kids, right? It was a dark skinned girl, or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and she they gave her two baby dolls, a white one and a black one. And she said, Which one is pretty? The white one. You know, which one is ugly? The black one. Why? Because she's dark. Mm-hmm. And she's like six, seven years old thinking that. But society, these reality shows, and we as people, we push that and we feed this to them. Even with the jokes, oh you light skinned, you light skinned, you when they grow up, they're gonna colorism is serious, man. So tone it down to all the people playing with that and acting like that's something that's going to fly by and not affect people. Colorism is serious. It's more than just racism with black and white people. I'm talking amongst us as people. Dark skin, light skin, brown skin, like kill that, all that. Like I hate that. I never joke and play with that. You know, and I can, but it's like, yo, like I just. And I mean, honestly, if we were, if, does it really matter? It doesn't. At the end of the day, does it really matter? It, I mean. It, good. It, yeah, like, if we were all comfortable in our own skin, we would have no jokes for other people in their skin. Yeah, man, but it's, it's, it's deep-rooted, man. Well, first of all, it starts from, obviously, it's, it's, it's way, Slavery. like, <laughs> prejudice, you know. It, Yo, and shout-out to Underground. I just caught up on Underground this last week. That show was fire. Yo, Lene keep telling me to check that out. I haven't. Yo, check it out. I see Lene and Reed fire. tweeting about that all the time. And I think, Amade, I think she be tweeting Yo. about that, but... I really haven't checked it out. I'm like, uh. Show. Show is fire. Like, I, I was slacking on it because the People versus OJ Simpson was on, and that was my thing Wednesdays, and I just will forget to tape Underground. But fam. I'm going to check it out. God tell me. That show is. No, nah, I'm going to check it out one time. Um, I, I guess it deals with that, what we're talking about, right? The slaves, the dark. 
Like yeah, like and it was it was a it was a scene with the mother, um, the the light skinned mother. She was one of the house quote unquote Negroes, and she was talking about a, a field working woman, um, and she was like, you know, I I hated her. She basically was like, I hated her because people think we got it easy because we in the house, but we never get to go to ourselves. Like mm-hmm. she got to after working time was over. She got to go to her man and her family and her kids. She's like, I always am on. Like, right, right. She was at the master service 24-7. She never got to be to herself. She never got to just be a mother or just be a wife. And, you know, both of them terrible because you shouldn't be a Right, 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 right. Not made yeah, we get the context of talking though. On yeah. any level. But she just was saying, like, you know, it was harder being in the house. But the perception is that you know, people use that even now with the colorism and colorism and jokes and colorism and be like, yo, you live in a house, Negro. Like that was, yeah. Like that was somehow. Yeah. Good. And it, it stems always back, all the way back to that, like with the Jim Crow syndrome. Like it started with racism, black and white. Now it's pitted against ourselves. Oh, look at that girl. Look at that guy. You know, and my younger sister is darker skinned. My youngest sister, like nine. I'd be a fool to keep saying stuff. Oh, look at this. Get the white. I'm always trying to empower and encourage her to make her love her skin and be comfortable within her skin. Because even at a young age, like 9 to 10, they still battle with that in school. They still see these shows where the light-skinned girl is praised. And it's not a shot to light-skinned women or light-skinned men at all. We love every shade. But there's definitely a complex going on. And we'd be a fool to ignore it, right? So I'm always empowering my sister and letting her know, like, she's beautiful. Stand within your, you know, yourself and love you, you know, because that goes a long way. Because imagine if I was a complete opposite, always teasing, always, you know, this. That that's that's bad, man. So we have to do a better job as a society and as black people to empower one another and look beyond the skin and look at the character and the mindset and cut all that. You know, you know, like like I said, jokes gonna fly. We get it. You know, we all fly jokes, but it, it's serious, man. Those effects stay in the brain, man. For a lot of us, like that's one thing I've learned just from like with kids mm-hmm. is when they don't get a compliment and other people around them get a compliment, yeah. they're hurt. Yeah, they hurt. Deeply. And they'd be like, they they said that they were each other's friends, but they didn't say I was their friend. Like, and it hurts deeper as a kid because they, they can't gotta, really understand they it. They hear yeah. the affirmation. Well, I mean, shoot, yeah, and that goes that even nowadays. A woman, a darker girl, walk in, all oh, light women. They go all to light women. Oh, y'all look beautiful, and just overlook her. Mm-hmm. Of course, she's an adult; sure. she can handle it more. But it's still like you never know. It's probably like, it still hurts. Like, okay, you know, so. It's deep, man. We have to make it our aim. So colorism is serious. It's not nothing that should be overlooked. Um, shout out to Kim. Like I said, support her. And this is open. This is dialogue, man. Y'all hit us up with y'all uh, experiences with that. Men or women, light and dark skin. Um, your experiences with that and complexion and everything. Um, so, yeah, man. But I just want to say, I want to encourage anyone listening to this, like, Love yourself. I, I I pray that you love yourself. I pray that you love everything that God has yeah, given you. Yeah, God made you for a reason, man. The way you your look, skin, the color of your skin, your, your personality. Lips, your nose, your hair. All it. Everything about you, I pray you love. Your annoying you. laugh. God made all that for you. <laughs> <laughs> God, God gave you that. You know what I mean? No, but seriously, like, love yourself. God made, you can only be the best version of you. Like, everybody trying to chase another version of someone else, trying to be like this. And we all find ourselves Yo, and, in a place one time. But... You can only be the best I'm gonna version keep it of you. 100. What? I'm just starting to get comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. And that that's real. Like that's real, bro. I'm I found myself I'm still finding myself, but I found myself past year or two. You know, I was too busy trying to chase a, a certain version of something where I wanted to be, where I felt like I should be, right? And I think we all go through those stages, but I'm finding myself, I'm finding me, and it's nothing wrong with that. God made each and every one of us. You know, for a certain reason and different in our own right for a certain purpose, you know. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Exactly, man. So, like I said, and I respect you saying that because, listen, we all trying to find ourselves. There's people 30, 40, 50 years old still finding themselves because people trying to chase other versions of other people. And you can't do (laughs) that. You can only be the best you, man. So, I encourage y'all to be y'all, man. Be the God-fearing. Well, hold something up here, God. But be the God, be the God-crafted, beautiful person He made you to be, man. And it's hard. Sometimes it takes steps. I'm not saying you're gonna jump out, bow, take the, you know. But you might, you know. But just be encouraged and love who you are. Love your skin, you know. So that's encouraging for two tones. You know, we mean to preach this morning, but uh, no. <laughs> But I'm um, yeah, but man. The PayPal so. is available if you have an offer. Definitely, the PayPal is definitely available. Uh, <laughs> just DM us and let us know. We'll send you a link. Definitely. I'm just kidding. Nah, but um, speaking of church, yo, <laughs> you seen that church that used Purple Rain in their service? Like they, that pastor. 
Oh my gosh. What? Like Purple Rain, he used like, okay. but he used praise his name. You gotta send me the link. You gotta send me Bruh, the link. I ain't see I it. might put it on the page. He said praise his name. Yeah. Praise his name. I was like, really? <sighs> I, I cried. Um, no, I was joking. You serious? No, he, he really did that. Oh. He definitely did that. You gotta send me a link. You gotta send me a link. I gotta. And that's where we finished. Oh, <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, man. Um, we'll be back next week. Y'all share with the show. Definitely. I mean, share the show. Get on iTunes again. Get on that purple app. Shout out to Prince Purple Rain. Get on that purple app on your iTunes. If you have an iPhone, it's a purple app. It's called Podcast. Get up there, rate, review, please. <laughs> it definitely helps us out. It definitely does more than y'all think, Yo, man. I was like, what? Yo, I was in here like the purple app. What you talking about? Yeah, it's a purple. I was completely lost. The app is purple, yes, get man. Get the podcast app, please, on iTunes. If you have an app, if you have an iPhone, get the podcast app. I forgot to say that at the top of the show. Please uh, subscribe, rate, comment, and share. Um, Even if you don't like us, cloud or on iTunes. Yeah, if you don't like us, definitely tell somebody share. how trash we are and just like, listen to this. Yo, they corny. Listen to these niggas. Like they corny. Yo, like do yeah. that because that's still a listen. But SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, word. All sponsors, if y'all want to get us on your site, we, we're here for it. This has been another episode of Two Tones, Tony Lee and Tony T. We signing out. Y'all interact with us. We out. Peace. Love yourself. Peace.